live. What's happening, everybody? What's popping? Uh, it's a different thing. This is a Friday night, but it's still the same on biz. This is the ish we talk. You know, I gotta wait just two minutes before I get to uh, talking reckless. So, um, but what I will do is uh, start off by saying, uh, "How y'all doing? Thank y'all for tuning in. Everybody that tunes in. Um, if you're new." You can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review so we can continue to do the ish that we do so we can give you the ish that we talk. Back to basics. Again, what we got like a minute and 20 in. Busy, man. What's going on, been good with you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. How are you on this Friday evening? I can't complain, you know. Gotta think about uh, all the things I have to buy. This, you know, Christmas coming. Yeah. Other than that, Fun I'm times. just living. Fun times. Um, well, we do want to, um, Start out the evening by uh, giving our condolences to um, Nick Cannon. Unfortunately, a few days ago, he lost his youngest son, um, Zen. Um, he had a uh, brain tumor. So we do want to um, send well wishes and thoughts and prayers going out to him and his family. Um, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, that's nothing that anybody wants to do is bury their child. So we definitely uh, want to keep them in our prayers. So. Right, right. Uh, it's um, yeah, real uh, real condolences sent out to him. Um, it's it's hard to, to deal with anything that your child is going through. I know that for a fact. And uh, for him to have to go uh, at that route, like it is, is definitely um, empathize with him to the fullest. Like you know, yeah, that is that's a it's a hard pill to swallow. And I appreciate that um, he's uh, so uh, part of the movement, part of you know what I'm saying the world, and far as you know, influencing people on uh, social media and. And uh, television, uh, music, not so much, but, you know, just, you know, he has a, a grasp on people. Uh, I'm glad that he, he shared that because, you know, it's people out there that, that can relate and understand his pain. And I, I, I think that that's a, a great part of healing. Right. I agree. I agree. It took a lot of courage for him to do that, especially with it being so fresh. Right. Know? So. Um, but yeah, yeah, we definitely want to, um, send our condolences to him. Um, yeah, and that's that on that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that. Yeah, so we're at past four minutes. <laughs> cool, because, uh, that shit right there, listen. Yeah. <laughs> about Trigger warning, my nigga. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Nick. 
Yeah, absolutely. But uh, uh, not to like stray away from that or say that that is um that is not a big issue. It is. We're just gonna get back on some bullshit. Yeah. And let's talk it, about keep it light, uh, light yeah, and love, uh, light and love. Uh huh. I said light and love, light and love. Light and love. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. All right, what else we got to um, what else we got to do? Let's what we gonna talk about juicy small life. <laughs> yeah, so we gonna get to the fuck shit section of right the, the evening. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, juicy small the famous uh French actor. AKA <laughs> 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 slash the gay Tupac. Right, 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 right. Oh, the gay Tupac. <laughs> so, the verdict is in on his um, court case for uh, several charges. I didn't know it was that many charges. It was a total of six. And they six. all. He got charged with five. Well, he got convicted of five. He got charged convicted, with six. Yeah, convicted of five. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I didn't know it was that many charges against him, but. Um, yeah, he got convicted of five out of the six charges, basically dealing with the 2019, uh, attack on himself, um, that he basically staged, um, in regards to, a a um, a crime of supposed hate crime that dealt with, um, with race and uh, sexual orientation. They um, beat up a black gay guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> allegedly. Well, he's not, a. I mean, it's not alleged that he's a black gay guy. I'm, no, I'm, I'm did, just, I, I, I just always up. throw that allegedly in there. The, yeah. the truth be told, this black gay guy lied like a motherfucker. Yeah. It's like, okay, he is a black gay guy. He did get beat up. The part that he lied about was that he orchestrated the whole thing. Right. <laughs> he... you... <laughs> you beat your own nigga. <laughs> and then you said it was white niggas that did. Listen. Right, I, it was mega right, let's, let's, let's get right to the fuck shit. Listen, <laughs> anybody who is fucking going to bat for this dude right now or having any type of opinion about what he did, if y'all try to justify that in any way, you are the fucking problem with the world, people. This nigga made a mistake. Please stop. I, 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 didn't, I didn't watch you niggas all day with this, trying to compare him to Rittenhouse. And, and it, stop. Don't do that. Now, I understand what happened over there with that young boy was a uh, false and was wrong. And that man, sh- that, that little boy should not be walking around here. I do know that. This nigga should not be compared to because this nigga it should be on dumbest criminal. Like, yeah. dude, all the way around you fucked up. One thing about it is, for me, in my opinion, and you know I'm gonna be on some fucked up shit. Now this thing, it it, it done two things to me. One, I can't trust none of you flamboyant ass gay people. I love y'all, but I can't trust y'all, man. Y'all gonna be on some crazy shit. Two, I can't trust none of you bodybuilding Haitians. I need I need my Haitians to know what I'm saying 
to look like they, you know what I'm saying, they, they, they kind of overweight. Because all them Haitians that I know that's overweight, they, they've been loyal to me like a motherfucker. I've been knowing these niggas since we were little. I'm talking about we call each other cousins. Well, they were, weren't they African? I don't think they were Haitian. I, 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 don't, I, I, I don't know. I think <laughs> somebody said they was Haitian. And I was like, damn. Because I've used to, I, I been on my Haitian homeboy, and he'd be like, hey, man, fuck that shit. You know, and I've been saying that. Let me find out. I don't want to blame. Damn, these bodybuilding motherfuckers. Yeah, I don't want to blame a whole community. You get paid to do this, and then you tell on the nigga. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to blame a whole community. I don't either, but I I am. I am. (laughs) No, that's that nigga. Like, (laughs) like no. That ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. That's that nigga. Like, because we still don't 100%. Like, man, niggas, man. I don't know what the fuck you talking about. Yeah, because we still 100% don't know what the motive was behind that. Like, what was what was the end game? What was the goal? What were what you trying like, to accomplish? If we, I, okay, if we've been correctly following this, or if I've been correctly following this, because I never watched the show uh, uh, that he was in. Uh, what Empire. Was it? Uh, huh? Empire. Empire. Boom. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was in a, he was trying to ask for more money. And that's what I don't happened. understand. That's what I don't understand because what they said was he, when, when season one first started, he was making 20,000 an episode, but it, um, Increased up to a hundred thousand per episode. So I'm like, what was you trying to make Terrence Howard money? Like, I don't understand where you thought you was gonna get the money from. Then I heard that um he was very vocal about the president at the time, which was Donald Trump, and he um received a death threat letter, which they're trying to say that that was fake. But he didn't I, like I mean, the now, way that, you can't help but to say that too, right? But he didn't like the way that Fox, because that was the channel that Empire um, was on. He didn't like the way that Fox handled that situation. So that was the reason why he did this, which is stupid in, as well. So I'm really lost. Like it ain't one hundred percent came out because he's still standing on. This was a hate crime against me. What I'm saying is the truth. Even though all the facts lead up against everything that he said, he's still standing on this was a hate crime against me. So we'll probably never get the real reason why this occurred. It was a hate crime, though. He right. It was a hate crime. It was a hate crime because... You hate your you hate yourself at the time, and you hated what paid, and so you had this hair brain uh brain uh, scam that you was gonna do this, and everybody was gonna sympathize, and you was gonna get some fucking extra money from Empire, like when when it's all said and done, you did a very very weird thing. It, it, either way it goes, like I don't care if you were was black or gay. You know, either way you put it, the way you slice that, if you made that up, that's weird as fuck, my nigga. Because there's some shit that really go on out here. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's the problem. You really did this weird shit? Like, I 
whenever you get through, man, yeah, it was a hate crime. You hated yourself because you was trying to do something that yourself couldn't do. And now you see it. Like, now you fucked up. Because, like, you might be facing three years. Royally. And he's still he's still gonna face lawsuits because um, Chicago Police Department is still suing him. So yeah, cause yeah, yeah, I, I seen that too. Yeah, they calculated all the money they spent looking for this. Yeah, supposedly racist attacker. Right, and then the story from the jump never made sense because I remember when it first came out, like I was obsessed with the story. I nece- I didn't necessarily one hundred percent like, oh my god, ju- justice for Juicy. I was never that. <laughs> but, but I just I was so obsessed because it was like the number one thing that everybody was talking about. So I would sit at work and watch hours of uh news footage about it, and it just never really made sense. We're talking about Chicago at midnight at zero degree temperature. So that means that the wind chill got to be at least 20 degrees below that. And then a random person notices you. You're bundled up, obviously, and you're going to go get something to eat. And a person notices you and says, hey, Empire. And then you get attacked. And they just so happen to have bleach on them. And they just so happen to have a noose on them. And you you just get it. And then you're light-skinned. So, you know, if you push a light-skinned person hard enough, they're going to bruise. So, you should have had like a million and one scratches and bruises all over you. You know what I'm saying? But you just had like a couple of cuts and bruises because, because you fought the motherfuckers back, you know according to you, your words, you know what I'm saying? So it was just like a lot of the shit just did not make sense. So I just, uh, yeah, I just was like, okay. But um, Briar Stanton says he like a kid who got caught in the cookie jar. LOL. Yeah. 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 And he's going down with, that's not my hand in a cookie jar. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That's not me. I don't care what you saw or what you think you saw or what the surveillance camera caught. That's not my hand in a cookie jar. And that's just what it is. I knew this nigga was full of shit. The minute that nigga got on stage and said, y'all, I was like the gay Tupac, y'all. I was fighting for my life. I realized right then and there, man, this nigga full of shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga's full of shit. Like, only reason why, like, like the story you just said, everything you said, I was already like, man, that's kind of iffy. That don't even make no sense. It may not. And I was saying, in Chicago, in the mean streets of Chicago, everybody knows about Chicago. Where are you ever going to find a bunch of racist white boys in the middle of Chicago? Like, right. I can't wait. I can't wait to find me one of these bitch ass naggers. Right. And do something to them. And you happen to find. Juicy, and you like, hi, Empire. Oh, we got his one, fellas. That don't never right. fucking happen. Right. You can't write At that. Midnight. Empire couldn't even write that. Okay. At midnight. At midnight. You mean to tell me 
not even the KKK is walking down Chicago streets at exactly, midnight. Exactly, at midnight. Quit playing with me. Quit playing. Like, you could have made this shit believable. You could have been like, okay, I'm going to book me a gig in bumfuck Alabama. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Y'all drive down here. Drive down here in a rental. Put the rental in somebody else's name. Say something. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all could have made this more cleaner than what y'all did. You know what I'm saying? Y'all did not make this shit clean at all. Then, they just, them just going to the hardware store, buying ropes and bleach and shit like that. Just all willy-nilly. Like, you're going to stand out because who the fuck is buying nooses at, at a hardware store? First off, and Africans at that buying nooses? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? And then you just walking around all willy-nilly with a noose around your neck. No, no burn around your neck or nothing like that. Like, if you would have took it off, it would have been a problem. Who just walks around with a noose around their neck? My... Like, none of this shit makes sense. Like, yes. it, it, it did not make sense at all. Then you got all I, this I'm manpower. I'm agreeing with everything you said. I am, I am 100% agreeing with everything you said. The thing that really blows me, though, like, no homo. The thing that really blows me is the bleach part. It's like, bro, like, all right, let's just keep it 100, 100% correct with each other. If a motherfucker throws, if I throw bleach on Juicy, Juicy gonna be fucked up. Juicy eyes gonna be swollen. They gonna be red as fuck. Cause I'm throwing it directly at your face. Okay. Like who misses your face? Okay. Who throws bleach and misses your face? Like I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I'm not acting like everybody got to be one of them weird uh, fighting niggas. But everybody fought, nigga. If I throw bleach in your face, I'm gonna fuck your shit up. Dude, that's where the bleach is going. Where, like where else like, is I'm not I don't care about your clothes. Shirt. I'm not going to fuck up your clothes. So I don't care. Like, the bleach is going in your face. And then if it's cold as they're saying it was that night, that means probably only thing that's showing is your eyes. So it's, I'm, I'm aiming for your eyes. But again, who's walking around at midnight in zero degree temperature Wind chill th negative thirty five. We bleach in a noose. Trying to throw it on a nigga. Right. They can't wait. That's what they doing. At midnight. In Chicago. In Chicago. In Chicago. Chicago's known to kill motherfuckers like 30, 40 motherfuckers at a, a night. So you think Anybody. so you think Anybody. that you gonna show up with your fist, some bleach and a noose and not get shot? Talking about some white power. Right. Just off the strength of that. You didn't have to have a noose or bleach or nothing. Just off the off the white power, oh. you're getting oh. shot. White power. You would have had an Asian nigga bust your shit wide open in Chicago, you'd have said that shit. Okay. Like, none, just none of it made sense. And it was just like, who's stupid here, me or you? 
And I feel like that's I feel like that's why Chicago PD is like fuck this nigga. Like we getting yeah. Like you owe us, you owe me you, some money for that. Right. Like Chicago off the clock or Chicago PD off the clock was like you got me fucked up. You about you about to waste my time on this bullshit. Oh no, we about to run it. About to you about to take all your little empire check. And then this is the crazy part about it. He single-handedly did the opposite of what he was trying to do in regards to Empire. He's the single reason why Empire is no longer on. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people, a lot of people loved it season one. A lot of people got turned off season two. I was like, okay, I'm I want to see this through. So I watched the whole thing from beginning to end. Then them ratings ratings after this situation came out, them ratings declined so tough they had to end it. And then on top of that, the way that they ended it, they couldn't even film the last couple of episodes. So the way that they ended it was some bullshit, but that's neither here nor there at this point. But it's still like he single handedly fucked that, that whole show fun. up. Off of this. For what? <laughs> I, I ain't even gonna lie, man. Y'all man, I hope they throw that nigga in jail for at least a year. <laughs> I, now, I just need to go here and understand like you fucked up people's lives because you got selfish. Now, now that we know that he's been convicted, do you really feel like this warrants jail time? No, it doesn't. It does not warrant jail time. He's a fucker. He's silly as fuck. Like I said, I'm joking, but I'm like, nigga, you need to at least serve a year in jail. Like, mm-hmm. But that's only if, like, if Chicago PD don't really press the issue for real. Like, if they really look at it like this was a real fucking felony because it's, what, like a class four felony. If they really mm-hmm. push it like that, they could throw this nigga in jail for at least a year. Yeah. My, see, I'm kind of on the fence about that because this is a victimless crime. The only victim was himself. Right. However, this would definitely set the president of you're not supposed to be fucking with um, fouling these fake reports like this. So if we can do this to him, just imagine what we'll do to you if you file a fake police report. So it's like he got he got to serve something because they're because they need to make an example out of him because this is serious business. Especially because we're talking about Chicago where again, they be killing 30, 40 motherfuckers a night. All that yeah. manpower that they put towards this and this was fake as hell. They could have been putting towards the manpower to get Whoever be over there shooting 30, 40 motherfuckers a night. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, let's just keep it real. While they was using all that manpower to find a fake-ass motherfucker, it was men that were legit dying out there. Right. Which goes to show us how corrupt Chicago PD really is. Because y'all don't have an excuse. Y'all know what to do. There's stuff put in place for you to do it. So now you really don't have an excuse. You know what I'm saying? Like all these cold cases that y'all keep having, 
it should it shouldn't be that many anymore because y'all do have the resources to figure this shit out. Y'all turned that shit up for juicy. Yeah. Who y'all turned that shit up for juicy? Yeah. So, so this just exposed them to where it's like, okay, y'all just really don't give a fuck because y'all got it. I mean, so what's I mean, like what what is really the problem? You know. So. We ain't the gay Tupac. That that is definitely an issue. If we were the gay, is, Tupac. We're the gay Tupac. Yeah. Y'all, I was like the gay Tupac, y'all. Like, man, get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> oh my God. And the, the fact that it was fucking bitch ass niggas that was applauding that shit hurts me yeah. even more. Right. I ain't got nothing against um uh, a gay Tupac out here. I, when I say I'm uh, I don't know how to humbly say this. I don't. A real dude, I don't care if you gay, straight, whatever, a real nigga, I respect that nigga all day. That nigga's not. Right, well, nothing about him that will warrant a um, comparison like that. Yeah, exactly. You know. That's when I knew it was some bullshit, because the real gay Tupac ain't never gonna say that out loud. Right. Right. So... Yeah, it's just it was some straight foolishness, and I'm just I'm just really on the fence on if he should actually get jail time for this. I wouldn't be surprised if he do, and I wouldn't be mad if he didn't. But um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was a real nice way of saying throw that bitch ass nigga in jail. <laughs> I mean, cause I, I mean, cause honestly, they got. I mean, they gotta make an example out of him. I don't see how they cannot make an example out of him at this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just really on the fence about that because, again, it's a victimless crime. You know, unless they can really prove that. There was some victims that actually happened because of lack of police presence because they was over here. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I, that's what I think they're going to do, though. They, I really think they're going to say, because you had all these people doing this and using these mad hours, uh, it was time latched over this murder case and this murder case. It is... It, that first 48 is real life. That's that's the truth. Like, they got 48 hours to try to figure it out, and then it go cold. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, they can push that issue. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder, would they let, would they let Chicago PD talk at sentencing? You know. They probably. Hmm. Huh, now, cause now they, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm getting a little serious. I'm like, they should, they should have somebody that like some type of liaison to be like, man, this nigga really fucked up man hours. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. trying to play a game, like trying yeah. to do this for a little bit of money. That, you know what I'm saying? Even if you got it, you wouldn't even have put it in a community. I, I would go really deep with this nigga, like, yeah, like bro, like nigga, like you gonna learn from this, like. Do your redemption. Come back like Pee Wee Herman. I don't give a fuck what happens, but we're going to shut you down for this. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, 
I saw another show where they had um, people call in and stuff like that and give their opinions. And um, a person called in and they brought up a good point. They was just like, you know, he's out on bail. So he might get time served. And then he might also get a suspended sentence. So that will actually keep him from actually doing any time. Even though they might, you know, sentence him with time. It might be a suspended sentence. It might get time served. You know. So, I was just like, it's a good point. It's a good point. So, he might not actually do any time. But just get convicted of it. Yeah. He might get sentenced with it, but actually not do it. So, I don't know. But we'll we'll see. We'll That's see. That's right. Um, do you know when the sentencing is? I don't, I don't know if they've set a date yet. Or I, not. I don't think they said anything yet. Okay. Well, this will be an ongoing story that we will revisit once sentencing gets here. Uh, but yeah. I mean, and then like so many things came out during the trial. For one, um, how he had like a semi-sexual relationship with one of the brothers. Um, but no, I didn't even pay attention to that shit. Oh, you didn't hear that part. <clears throat> so, um, he he took the stand, and so when the defense was um asking him questions and stuff, he basically, <coughs> excuse me, had it come out. That, um, cause I guess the, um, the brothers testified that they weren't gay. So he testified that he actually, um, had a semi-sexual relationship with one of the brothers where they, they've kissed before. They went to a bathhouse and they were, you know, touching themselves at a, at a bathhouse. So then tried to say that they were saying that they were homophobic, but that wasn't the case because they would be at like the gay pride events and stuff like that. So it was a lot of he say, she say stuff and just leaving it up basically to the jury to um, figure out who was the liar. And so that's what the they was trying to paint the picture of because we all know Je- uh, Jesse lied but the defense was trying to make them be a liar, too. Man, come on, man. We we all know it came to Juicy. And we all know it came to Juicy just because of one thing and one thing only. The powerhouse, the tankiest, let us... That you got to suck at least three dicks to be gay. <laughs> that nigga didn't say nothing about that man sucking his dick. You know what I'm saying? And you got to do that three times to be gay. Thanks to Tank. Tank told us that. Oh, my God. One, two, three. One, two, three. That's enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One dick. Okay. Two. I don't know. Three, nigga, you gay. Wow. That nigga didn't do that. He didn't do none of that. Or maybe it takes Tank never said nothing about know. jacking off in front of a nigga. Or maybe White niggas do it all the to time. Know, to know if you are not like that. That might be like one, two, three. Now I know for sure. 
if I like it or not. Exactly. If you are like like the the honorable tank said at the three dick sucks, man, you probably gay. You gay for me. <laughs> that man didn't suck no dick. Well. That nigga jacked off in a bathhouse. Maybe he didn't suck his dick. Even if he sucked the dick, it was just one. Tank said that don't count. Tank said right. that shit don't count. He never said nothing about kissing. You kiss the shit out of nigga every day. Tank said that's fine. That don't mean you gay. So Tank is the end all dick. be all. He the end all be all on what's gay and what's straight. Hey, that's the only that's the only heterosexual man that I know does all sorts of uh, gay pride concerts. That nigga said it take three dicks. It takes three dicks. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> I'm not going to argue that point. All right, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's the tank said, man. I gotta, I, I'm going with what tank said. All right. Because motherfuckers <laughs> thought tank was fairy for like one minute. It's like, man, Oh, nah, he ain't. He ain't. So I don't know what happened. You you froze for a minute. What did you say? I said Tank was the only uh the uh, dude that like motherfuckers thought he was fairy for like one second. Like motherfuckers was like, damn, I think he kind of fruity. And then they was like, nah, no, he ain't. That's Tank for real. <laughs> like and like so and like he said that shit out loud and niggas swept that shit under the rug. So I gotta take it as loud. Well. I cannot. I really cannot. <laughs> I'm just saying. Alright. There's some niggas that can relate. Hey, I find it suspicious. Mm. I find it suspicious. I find it suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> but who am I to judge? Like, you know, I don't know the rest of these niggas out in this world. Yeah. I get that. So, you know what I'm saying? Who am I to judge? I'm gonna do alright. I'm gonna go for what he, I'm, I'm gonna go for what he said, man. So I'm not. At the end of the day, Juicy, you lying. You lying, man. Yeah. You didn't have. You had a friend that you jacked off in front of. It's a bunch of Jewish white boys that'll tell you right now they had a friend they did that shit in middle school with. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't know that that was a thing. Listen. I didn't know it was a thing either, but this is what this is what happens when you end up having white friends. You find out shit like this with your white friends. Okay. You find out that, you know, everybody has sleepovers. We all spend a night. The difference between us is we wasn't watching porns with each other. Mm-hmm. These niggas watching porn with each other. They're not looking at each other, but nine times out of ten, these niggas know that at least two of these niggas is jacking out watching these porns. <laughs> This is the type of weird shit white people be on, man. The motherfucker had the nerve to tell me, I ain't never did that shit. I'm like, fuck, no, nah, I ain't never did that shit. The wow. fuck is wrong with y'all? Wow. He screwed all the time. Like, he shrugged it off like it was nothing. I guess, I guess it's nothing to them. I it's said, nigga, I would never. <laughs> like, first of all, I grew, you know, you know. It ain't nothing but y'all. It ain't nothing but women. How dare me pull a dick out in front of everybody at 11? 
I never experienced that shit. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, brother. Right. I have no idea what you're referencing. It's not my cup of tea. Right. That's not like my life. Like, you never watched porn with everybody. I'm like, hell no, I've never watched porn with a bunch of people. No. No, that's not my ministry. <clears throat> exactly. Oh, goodness gracious. Well... That's that. That was. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, viewers. That was another left turn at the end. <laughs> hey, sometimes it happens. Definitely on here. So, um, yeah. So that was one of the things. Um, another thing was the whole Don Lemon situation. Um, he basically threw Don Lemon under the bus. He said that. <clears throat> Don Lemon told him that basically wasn't nobody buying his story. Which, wasn't nobody buying his story. But I say, where's a lot? Yeah. But, I feel like the reason why it's an issue is because, for one, the Chris Cuomo situation just happened, and they're on the same channel. Um, <clears throat> for two, <clears throat> He may have used his connections to solidify that statement that he gave Juicy. <laughs> so, that may have been a reason why that statement in particular was an issue. Um, whether it was an issue or not, didn't nobody believe the damn story. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> nobody. Hold on. Let me go take PPs. I'll be back. Mm -hmm. Well, again, everyone would like to um, remind you guys that we are on YouTube. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Um, and if you go ahead and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, um, we will go ahead and read the review on an upcoming episode. So, um, and then also, you know, give us a like and a subscribe on the YouTube channel. So... And then you can also interact on the YouTube channel as well. You know, leave a comment. Give us your thoughts on the uh, topics that we are tackling today on this episode 31 of the Ish We Talk. Oh, I'm breaking that. I'm back. All right. So, <clears throat> yeah, so that's a... Um, that's the story that's basically coming to a close. And we'll we'll come back to it if any anything new develops or um the sentencing comes. But yeah. Basically and then you know, there's still people that still are like uh riding with them, you know. Yeah. Which That's why I said like anybody that's trying to justify that nigga, man, I yeah. mean, 
Yeah, they're you, really. Because I, I, I see a bunch of niggas um, comparing him to uh, <clears throat> to the young boy that just got off. And uh, I'm like, it's no comparison. Like, we know that was wrong, but then we know this is wrong, too. Like, so mm-hmm. let's not. Let's not try to play devil's advocate, like, you know, because now you're you're trying to make it equal of two people's death to a nigga that was lying. That is that is two different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I get I get people's point. But it's again, it's two different things, you know, and it doesn't yeah. make that doesn't make what um, Jesse did no better. So. He has. He needs to be handled accordingly, and it may be. It may be excessive. It may not be. We'll we'll know when sentencing comes. But he definitely lied. Down. Yeah, he definitely lied, and that's just what it is. So, <clears throat> yeah. So on to the next topic. Uh, the next topic is the Travis Scott interview so travis scott um if anybody who's unaware of what's going on um on november 5th there was um a festival in houston texas which is it was the third annual uh astro world festival which is headlined by um travis scott <clears throat> and unfortunately um it turned into uh, um a big melee and unfortunately 10 people lost their lives in that um situation at the festival um it's been all over so if if you're not aware of what's going on you can just type in travis scott on google and read up on it but um a lot of people have had a whole lot of um opinions about it mainly who's to blame and what have you um a lot of people want to blame travis scott and um of course something like that will weigh extremely heavy on anyone in that position um him included and he for the first time since the situation occurred did a almost hour-long interview with charlamagne the god um, I I watched it a couple times, and I was reading some of the comments and stuff about it, and I listened to other people talk about it as well. Um, a lot of people said that that was probably either, if not their first time ever hearing him speak, it was their first time hearing him speak a lot. Um, and then people had some ridiculous comments about him in the interview and whatnot but um what are your what are your thoughts like your initial thoughts when you watch the interview well um you know not cliche but it's not the first time anybody didn't heard it uh <clears throat> real rip to uh the 10 people that Lost a live condolences to y'all families. Absolutely. Um, that that is a uh, real tragedy. Um, I didn't really, I didn't read any comments about uh, 
what he said uh, during the interview. Um, what he said during the interview to me, um, I, I, I honestly understand where he was coming from um, because it's a situation where he was really there to just perform. So he was, he was just in, he was in that zone. And so I think in these interviews, he's still in that zone. And he had, you know what I'm saying, why I say these interviews, because I'm pretty sure it's going to be more than one. But this one, it's it just like, uh, he, I, he, I think he needs to, further out, he needs to be more empathetic about the situation. <laughs> but um, I feel like he did his best to, you know what I'm saying, to, to tell his side and show that he's remorseful about what happened. Could he do a better job? Of course he could. In what way? Um. Uh, and going further, because I, for me, I totally get it and I understand, but I'm not. I wasn't there. I wasn't. I wasn't present. I didn't see. I didn't see the melee that happened. Um, but I understood where he was coming from. Um, I think here on out, he probably should be more. Um, like I said, more empathetic when he uh, when he talks about it, because even though what wasn't wrong, or or he didn't say anything off balance or anything, it still it it, it kind of sounded like he wasn't there, like he wasn't a part, like he was just like I said, like he was he was just caught up in the performance. He didn't he didn't know, and I understand that, and that's how you're supposed to be, but. <clears throat> Right now, you're you're going through a situation where people are like really trying to, they're trying to pick you apart and make you seem like a bad guy. So you got to be more empathetic. If if that makes sense. Um, I kind of get what you're saying. I'm just, I think where my disconnect is is what exactly does more empathetic look like. That would not hold him legally liable. Because I look at it from that aspect as well. Because there's only so much you can say or do before they get to picking apart what you're saying and being like, okay. Because he got, he got like 1,500 lawsuits going right now at least you know so they're gonna pick apart this interview and they're gonna be like okay right here with him wording it this way he's accepting fault so therefore it's his fault because he wouldn't accept fault for it you know what i'm saying so it's just like what could he have said that would not have held him legally liable I think at this point, there's nothing he could say. It's like, then I think he knows that. I think that's why he did the interview, because he knows there's nothing he could say at this point. He couldn't, it, because, I mean, when you if you think about it, it's nothing that can clear me from this. You know? Yeah. So it's not, it's not the point of I'm trying to clear myself from any, uh, 
uh, legal consequences that happened to me. Like, I think he, I, I think he's really planning on losing a lot of money. You know, I just think he needs to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, instead of him looking at it like it's a loss, like, like in a mentality of like a business, because that's how, to me, that's how he tried to, he tried his best to do it business wise. Like it was, it's just, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm doing this and I'm performing it. Like, so it was more business to him. I think he needs to hear on out because he's going to lose some money. But here on out, I think, I unless think he, he doesn't care. Huh? I don't think he was doing it. I think, I think the whole point of him even doing the interview was to try to say something to his fans, you know? And then um, his lawyer actually did an interview with TMZ and he didn't go into specifics on what they talked about because that's getting into that territory of um, client um, counselor privilege. Yeah. But he just basically was like, he was adamant about doing an interview. Um, me, <clears throat> being that I'm one of the few black people probably that was a fan of Travis Scott pre Astro World. I've been to his shows. I follow I follow his career, especially given the fact that I'm not in his demographic. Um I know how much he um loves his fans and he holds them to a high regard. And when he when he was saying that his fans are his family, he loves his fans so like that's not just something that was just cute to say. Like I know he really I know that he really feels that, you know. So especially with the lawyer saying what the lawyer said on TMZ, it's like this makes sense about him really wanting to say something, you know. So um but in the same breath, there were a couple couple of questions that he did not answer. Like I'm not even gonna front. He he danced he danced around a couple of questions. Um and uh he he was talking more about what should happen in the future. But it's like coming off of something this tragic, the future is a long time from now. You know? So, um, we can't really too much, put, we can't really put too much time into the future. We need to put, That's what I'm saying. yeah, we need to put a lot of time into the present and what occurred. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He should have been, he should have been more empathetic. Like Charlemagne said, they're going to dissect the shit out of what he said. Yeah. Charlemagne told him that. And I think from here on out, he just needs to really be, when he talks, just you know, think a little bit more and be a little bit more empathetic and like, you know, and for real, answer the hard questions. Yeah. It's like, um, because let's just be truthful about the whole matter. Like, it was 10 people that died. That's a tragedy. Yeah. 
and and on his stance, I'm I'm just performing. I put all the 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 safety precautions and all that I put in other people's hands, and so I'm just performing. So I don't know. I, I can only tell you at this point, he's just only telling you at a performer's stance and what he was trying to do. Right. And I feel like that's why it's extremely unfair the way that people are coming at him because they make it seem like he single-handedly put this shit together. He didn't put this shit together single-handedly. It may have been his idea, but he put people in place to put people in place to handle the ins and outs of it. So he can focus on the artistic level of it. You know what I'm saying? So I get that yes, he's the face of he's the face of the festival. And there is probably some liability because he probably has a company that takes liability for that, along with um was it Live Nation that put this yeah. on? So it's like I feel like maybe personally he's okay as far as the lawsuits are concerned, but they're probably going to sue his company. They're probably going to sue Live Nation. Then what they do, um, especially situations like this, they get insurance. So the insurance is going to be the one paying out, excuse me, paying out these uh, settlements and stuff. Now, uh, the um, now he's probably gonna get some personal lawsuits, and he'll probably have to come out of a nice coin to them lawyers to fight the personal lawsuits. But yeah. I can't see how I can't see him being personally responsible, cause and that and that's the killer part when I watch other people talk about this situation, and I get annoyed because it's just like, are y'all kidding me? Like, have y'all ever seen a performance? Have y'all ever has y'all ever seen where a camera is on stage looking out into the crowd? Like, do y'all understand the ins and outs of what a performance looks like? Because a performer on stage, especially a performer in, in front of an audience to that magnitude, is not and at night with a whole bunch of lights shining on them, they're not going to be able to see each and every single person and what's going on and whatnot. And to put that on a single person is asinine to me. It's, and it's then, crazy. Yeah, and then on top of that, they wear the earpieces and they have people on the side of them. Nobody's flagging him down like, hey, stop showing, thing like that. They're in his ear. <clears throat> Telling him, okay, we're going to stop the show after the guests come out. Not, hey, stop the show. We're cutting the mics off. Like, nobody's saying anything like that to him. So it makes sense why he wouldn't know. Then on top of that, because I have been to more than one Travis Scott show, I know how the shit goes. He has those mosh pits, which they have been doing for decades. It's just not that common at a black person show. But they have been doing mosh pits for decades. <clears throat> and especially when you when you go to a big concert and somebody is like larger than life to you 
and a whole bunch of people, there's people that's going to pass out. There's people that passed out going to see Michael Jackson. There's people that passed out going to see TLC, stuff like that. So them carrying people through the crowd that look like they're passed out, that's, he's seen that before because people be passed out at his shows like that. Then the mosh pit stuff, of course, he's used to that because that's what they do at Travis Scott shows. They have mosh pits. So it's like, how was he supposed to know that what was going on is abnormal? Especially when nobody is telling him this shit is what's going on. Then he say that he would ask the crowd, y'all doing good? What's going on? We good? The majority of the people are saying yes. You may get five, 20, 30 people say no out of 30, 40 people say, or 30, 40,000 people saying yes. How do you expect for him to hear that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like they're putting so much on a single person. Like, he was really out here wanting this to happen. And it's just crazy that people are not getting that. And they just, they, it's just like people just want a single person to be the scapegoat of this. And that's not, it's not what this is. Even on the most selfish level, why would he want the people that patronize him and give him money to die? That doesn't make any sense on a business level. Why would he want something that he puts on that he gets millions of dollars for to be tarnished like this? Why would y'all think he would do this on purpose? You know, it's just it's just crazy to me. It's just crazy to me that people are just really thinking that. And then the main people that be having opinions about the shit are the main people that will be like, I'm not even a Travis Scott fan. I can't take his music. And it's like, why are you here having an opinion? Right. I watched this thing yesterday. I watched this show yesterday where they had people call in. This lady called in. She said she listened to one of his songs one time. She couldn't take his music. Um, she's she's straight up not a fan. They were specifically talking about this interview. And she said she did not watch the interview. Why are you here? Why are you here? Yeah. So uh, your boy Seven said people are saying this happened on purpose. Yes. They are saying it's demonic and that he was sacrificing the people. So yes, they're saying that it happened on purpose. I I, I, I wish people. I don't, I don't know how you know the quote unquote music business works when it comes to like big people. But uh, what I don't understand is. Why motherfuckers always throw like the devil into shit? Like, yeah, this this shit was this shit was a disaster. It was a tragedy, and that shit should not fall on Travis Scott like that. Like, yeah. <clears throat> trying to say he sacrificed these people. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, 
uh, the the whole venue being fucked up. That's just that's not Travis' fault. Right. He's gonna end up losing a lot of money. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. And that's that's where it ends. Right. To me, that's where it ends. And, and and that's just a learning lesson from now on. Always fucking cross your motherfucking T's and dot your I's. Right. And that's why I was saying, like, even on the most selfish level, why would somebody do this on purpose and fuck up their bag like that? It doesn't make any sense. And your boy Seven says, um, people, people made to leave that religion shit alone. People need to leave that religion shit alone, especially when they don't know their own religion in its own context. Yeah. I agree. Exactly. I agree. I I definitely agree. Yeah. You know, but they, they so quick, they so quick to be like all like they when the shit had first happened, they was taking the Astro World cover and comparing it to this other old painting and saying that it was you know how they was like comparing shit to Illuminati like 10, yeah. 12 years ago? They that's basically what they was on. They weren't necessarily saying the word Illuminati, but they was comparing the shit, saying it was demonic, all that kind of shit. And I was just like, what? Do y'all even understand what Astro World was? Like, it was a theme park. Oh, like, it was, it was beyond me. And, and, but the main people, like I said, the main people that got these opinions are the main people that don't listen to his music ain't checking for him at all, couldn't pick him out of a lineup, ain't never been to a concert, but y'all got the y'all got the biggest opinions about him. That's the that's that's the thing that baffles me. It's like Yeah. I just I just pe- I, I just wish people would let it be what it is, man. You know because at the end of the day the cliche of all cliches at the end of the day it is 10 families that are going to have to go through this for a long time in and out of uh, courtrooms It's people that like real life died, so we shouldn't have any type of you froze opinion up. about it. You froze up. You said what? You froze up. The last thing I heard was in and out of courtrooms. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it, but no, seriously. Like I said, uh, those people are gonna be in and out of courtrooms for a long period of time. Like, so we gotta stop, um, like letting these people come. Uh, throw these extra conspiracies on top of a tragedy. Like, this was just a tragedy. It was a it was a fucking concert that went wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what it was. Um, your boy Seven says, people been finding demonic shit in music since the Renaissance. Devil's chords, suppose, suppose devil worshippers and heavy metal. Now this is crazy. Right. And they gonna continue to find it. Just like the shit, like I just said a minute ago with the whole Illuminati shit. Like they they was heavy on that. Heavy on that around 2009, 2010. Heavy. Everything was Illuminati. 
And they used to kill me mm-hmm. listening to grown, educated people talk about Illuminati. It's like, so you mean to tell me that this, 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 all lead to Illuminati? All right. At, they okay. do the shit out of yeah. They do it for everything. Like when when radio was invented, they said that radio waves were the devil. Mm-hmm. When the first TV was invented. They said that's the way the devil goes into your eyes and make you visualize demons. You can look all this weird shit up. Yeah, the devil's in everything. And uh, uh, what I don't understand is, listen, the devil's in the details, y'all. And and I'm gonna say that again, the devil's in the details, y'all. Y'all have to start paying attention. When you start listening to everybody else about some bullshit, that's when you fall off, man. That's when you be one of these weird ass niggas. They can't accept a different nigga or a different way of being, and, and you gotta you gotta throw the devil on. Them. Right, right. That's weird. Right, that and nigga it's got always shit. some shit that you don't like that you can't comprehend. You don't understand it at all. Oh, it's the devil. Yeah, that shit's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, but remember back in uh, when they did first started doing cameras. That's the reason why people didn't smell in cameras because if you smell and the camera flash went off. That's how your soul got snatched. That's how your soul. Listen, that y'all gotta stop. I, the more and more I hear that shit, the more and more it irritates me, man. It's like that's why we can't evolve because we listen to too many niggas that's scared to evolve. Mm-hmm. Like, let's stop doing that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's a tragic sad unfortunate situation that nobody could have anticipated you know um not even your so-called devil god damn right (laughs) right and it's just it's just really sad like i i don't know what i would do if i was in travis's position like you're gonna have to commit me because i wouldn't be able to deal like basically the world is coming after me for some shit I didn't even do. You know, they every they tearing me down, every little piece, every little, every single piece of what of what I did that night, they gonna find fault in it and tell me it's my fault. I wouldn't yeah. hurt a fly. Now you trying to put ten bodies on me? Just like that. Yeah. All I want to do is just spread love and joy, help my city out. You know what I'm saying? But all that gets omitted. Don't nobody don't nobody think about that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's just, it's sad. It's sad and, and it's unfortunate. And you know, you got you got to pray for everybody involved. Definitely pray for them ten families. You know what I'm saying? Because that got to suck. The last time you talked to your loved ones, they geeked because they going to a Travis Scott concert, and they they don't return. You know, that's fucked up. And you got to pray for Travis because the world is on his head right now. Man, you know what I'm saying? I'll say this. 
Uh, and then I, I, I guess you know what I'm saying. We can, we can uh, wrap this up. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I really find it, um, I find it hard to understand that when these people had lost their lives, and Travis offered the olive branch of paying for the funerals and all that, somebody said no. A couple people said no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. um, the thing about that that bothers me is when you do that, that's you're not you're no longer um <laughs> you're no longer looking at it like it's a tragedy and we pay for the funeral and and, and we and we lay this to rest and we move on. You looking at it like you can gain something from it. I think that's the thing that I, because I really don't want to shit on the families because losing 10 people is losing 10 people. That is for real, for real. Yeah. But I think if, if the shoe was in my, if, if the, if, if the ball was in my court and that was offered to me, I think I would have took that because I don't want nothing from you because I've already lost. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I already lost somebody dealing with you. This is something that's going to be on my conscience every day. Like, before I I check out this earth, I'm going to always remember that one of my loved ones died at a Travis Scott concert. Yeah. You know, the last thing I would want to do is be like, and we've been waiting for such and such years to get some money for it, when he could have just buried him. And that would have been cool. Like, damn, he died. That dude was so cool. He paid for the man's, you know what I'm saying, funeral. Mm-hmm. I did. I don't understand. I it's just, I'm, 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 I'm dumbfounded about that. But that maybe that's just me. I don't know how I, everybody, um, because it's ten uh, deaths, so I don't know how everybody feels about it. Uh, but I know a couple of them people feel like they need to get some money out of this man. Yeah, I actually looked at it like that as well. And then I also looked at it as a pride thing. So I felt like it was two things that were playing that were in play. Pride and I'm I'm going for the big payday. And I felt like they feel like they wouldn't be able to get the big payday if they allowed him to pay for the funeral. Only way I can see that happening is if they made them sign something to get the money. But I don't, that would be such a cruel thing to do. I don't see Travis Scott making them sign anything to get that money. That's the thing. And, and that's what I'm, I, I I just don't understand. Like if, like I said, if, if, if the shoe was on the foot, I wouldn't do Travis like that. And at the same time, if the shoe was on Travis foot, when them niggas would have refused like that, Whatever goes on in court right now going on with this business, I'm going to tell them, give them people that money and get them motherfuckers out of my hair. Because I already got to live with this. I'm not going to, it's not going to be something that's pending down my back for a long time. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, I'm going to give it to God. I'm not about to yeah. shoot over it. And pay them people. And let me, let's just, let's be done with it. Yeah, let's you be done because 
He's supposed to like be to. like this. Supposed to be like a joyous part of his life right now. He's about to have another baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's and it's tainted with this foolishness. But uh, yeah, I just I'm, I just feel bad for everybody all all the way around. It just I mean it could have definitely been handled in a better way, but um. It it wasn't, and you just, I mean, you do got to learn um, from the mistakes, you know, but like I said before, it just seemed like in his interview, he was too focused on the future instead of focusing on the present and not necessarily answering the questions directly for my taste, but I can see why. Um, he would probably have issues with answering. Yeah, you know. So, um, but yeah, but that's that on that. So, um, definitely gonna be an ongoing story. Um, uh, and we'll talk Shout about out it. Shout to Travis Scott, man. Yeah. Keep it moving. Keep it pushing. I like your music. Keep pushing your music. Uh, you know. Don't let this, don't let this go unearthed. Like I, that's all I can say. Like don't, the, you got to put this to bed, young bull. Yeah. You got to put this to bed. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean you, not no lawyers, not nobody, because you already spoke about it. So since you spoke, you got to put this to bed. Right. I wouldn't do any more interviews or nothing like that. Like I said what I said, and that's just what it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and that's that on that. So, um, so moving on to the fucked up song of the week. <clears throat> Man, yeah, <laughs> we went back and forth, back and forth. We went sad shit, fucked up shit, sad shit, fucked up shit. Yeah, yeah, that's how we do it. We're a little bipolar over here, and that's fine. That's good. The doctor told me I don't even need no meds. Right. Right. So this week it is coming from SZA. It's it's actually a new song she just dropped a few days ago called I Hate You. So um, let me go ahead and share my screen. And we can hear a little snippet of it and then we'll discuss. So yeah. I'm missing you, wishing, damn it, what it was. 
Seven says music sucks, lyrics are basic. She's relying more on production tricks than her talent. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Tell us how so you So that really was a feel. hard sell for you, uh, young boy. Seven. Right. <laughs> Damn. Right. Ooh, you shut that shit down quick. Yeah. Well, that was the issue we talked, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good time, folks. Like, God right. damn. <laughs> so, verse one. I be so sick of you niggas. Y'all contradicting. I be so bored with myself. Can you come and fuck me? I feel so ordinary sad when you around me. Treat me like corduroy. Wear me out. Arguments, you air me out. Tripping about your whereabouts. I can't keep no conflict with you, boy. Can we just rub it out? I don't want no static with you. You know you my plug. And I can't shake the habit, no. Okay, so... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... First off, Let's just address that um, wherever SZA was at when she wrote this, she was in a real bad spot. Because that verse is so toxic, but it's not toxic um, as far as the man's concerned. It's toxic for her because it's like, She's not happy, but the only thing that's settling her is, like, fucking the nigga. That's the only thing that she can justify still talking to him about. Yeah, like, that's, like, like, damn. Already the verse, you know what I'm saying? The the verse lets you know the song is already about to be some real self-sabotage shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Damn, look, your boy seven. <laughs> we don't even know how the whole fucking album's gonna be. Like, let's not act like scissors don't have heat, man. Let's not do that. Like, goddamn, you shooting that shit like you came in with the Draco. Like, you like <laughs> Hold on. Goddamn. This nigga said, sounds like she needed a song to fill out the album. We ain't I even heard the album. Right. When when is the album coming out? Like, do we know? I don't. Yo, boy, seven. Do you know? Cause I'm like, damn, nigga, you like, fuck that. Right. I just I 
and I'm gonna just get on that. It, just, it sounds like she's self-sabotaging herself in a relationship, which is bad. You don't do that, man. It's like I wouldn't encourage nobody, man nor woman, to be in a situation where sex is keeping you. If the sex is keeping you, then you should leave anyway. Because I hate to say it, y'all. Um, nobody uh, ends up with the nigga that fucked him crazy. Like, <laughs> the dude that was raw dogging you, fucking the dog shit out of you, crazy made you come like seven times every time. That ain't the nigga you end up with. You know why? Because <laughs> at the same time, this nigga made you come constantly like that. He he turned around and had you frantically stuffing weed in your pussy because the police was about to pull him over and that nigga got warrants and felonies. Like, <laughs> you didn't end up with this guy. Oh, goodness. You didn't. Vice versa. Bro, my nigga, I'm talking to you. I know you understand this, my nigga. We've all, all had that pussy that'll make us stop whatever we was doing to go get that pussy. Listen, that's not the pussy we ended up with. You know why? Because we made a bunch of dumb decisions with that pussy. We fucked up a lot of money with that pussy. We had to leave that pussy alone. Like, nah, it don't, it don't work that way, man. I'm sorry. I hate for you niggas to be like, no, because I'm telling you, I'm sticking with her, and you're going to be, you're going to end up a bum. You're going to end up a bum. Like, you're not going to be, you ain't going to be right. Vice versa with her. You're going to end up a, a, a woman with a bunch of kids and always accepting the phone call from the nigga in jail. Like, it don't work that way. Yeah. Yeah, so Seven says she got hella heat. I just know she ain't dropped yet. Album supposed to drop at year end. That's good to know. Then they said. Then he also says, "Nah, they go through him, uh, en route to the guy they want." Point. Then he says, "Facts, yes, sir. That pussy was uncontrollable." <laughs> what I'm saying, like, listen, you understood everything I was saying, young yeah. boy. Seven, like, like. <laughs> You just you can't do that. You cannot do that. Yeah. It don't work that way. Like no, unfortunately it doesn't. It you know, does. I'm sorry to shoot down that first verse like that, but it is what it is. So you women is listening to that. Like, if y'all husband make y'all feel that way, oh my god, that's kudos. Hundred percent love that. But if you single and you listen to this and liking this shit, you ain't ended up with that nigga. You think of it. The, the one that you're comparing the song to, you're not ending up with. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I can I can buy that for a dollar. Seven says, uh, pussy not pussy so good I couldn't think. Had people asking what's wrong with me. <laughs> yeah, man. You don't that shit. You gotta hey man, motherfuckers don't understand, man. It can be good sex too up, good you gotta withdraw your yourself, good. man. Yeah. You gotta you gotta go to double A for that shit. Like you gotta Not you, double nigga, a. that shit's bad. Not double A. Hey, listen. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you. But yeah, I can see it could be too good for your own good. You know. If everything else about the person is toxic except for that. Then yeah, 
I can definitely see that being a problem. But yeah. That's probably the reason why she hates him. You know? So then we have the pre-course. I've been up, baby. Heavy reminiscing. Heavy on the missing you. Wish shit was different than what it was. I've been up, baby. Lost in the lie of us. Lost ain't no finding us. I've been up, baby. And the chorus. And if you wonder if I hate you, I do. Uh, shitty of you to make me feel just like this. What I would do to make you feel just like this. And if you wondered if I hate you, fuck you. Shitty of you to make me feel just like this. What I would do to make you feel just like this. That course is pretty hard, though. That 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 course just tells me what, you know what I'm saying? That I was not wrong in anything <laughs> I believe about this song. Yeah. Yeah. So, Seven says, if that's her first track off this album, thumbs down. Um... I don't think that's the first track. I think Hit Different might be on the album. But I like this song, though. I like this song, too. But you know what song song lives rent-free? And we ain't even got to hear the full song yet. Just a little sidebar. Excuse me. Her song, Shirt. Mm Mm-hmm. That motherfucker go. And I've only heard, like, a minute of it. And it would be great if she were to release the whole thing. But she keep playing with us. So, anyway. Verse 2. Um, Used to be too solid till you scrambled me. Used to be your rider till you mishandled me. Used to be nonviolent till you ambushed me. Now I'm out here wilding with you. Now I'm out here, silent treatment, that mean no permission. Missionary getting boring, can you switch positions? Hard to save your soul, you don't ever listen, no. And then the pre-chorus and chorus. So yeah. I'm just trying to figure out, like, you know. So, Seven says, this is the child of people who made, as we lay, LOL, telling another bad tryst with the wrong guy. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, I'm, you know. I, I'm again. I like the song, so I'm not gonna say it's a bad song. I'm just. I understand it's the fucked up song of the week. It's just because it's not that nigga's fault. Like, since it's not think, that nigga's fault. You don't think it's his fault? I, it's not his fault. I think it's not his, his fault. fault. The only thing he's doing is just being available for dick. He everything she's saying, this nigga's not right, and I, I'm pretty sure this nigga know he ain't right. I'm no, pretty sure I he ain't think, even telling her no dream. He just dropping dick off all the time. And it happened to just be grade A dick. I think that's the only good quality about him. 
I don't think he's doing anything else. I, I think she's just making the shit up. I've I, I been in those type of uh, fake-ass relationships, with sensation, uh, uh, situation shits. So seven says, like Cookie it. never saved a man. Good D never made a woman better. Yeah, it's I facts. agree. I agree. It it's actually facts. the opposite. Totally the opposite. But I, I mean, I take it. The way I take the song is, it was a situation. She came to the realization that the nigga ain't shit, and he's only good to smash because it's, he's amazing in that part but everything else about him is trash even though they really tried to make it work so she, she, made, just, she tried to make it work he well, didn't give a fuck that's neither here nor there somebody tried to make it work yeah it was and her and she came to the realization that the shit ain't gonna work but she still wanna fuck so even though she's still smashing she still don't like that dude because everything else about him is trash. So if you wonder if I hate you, I do. Because you make me feel like this. And what I would give to make you feel like how I feel. Yeah, but you, you're not even making me have to think about it because you're steadily giving me some pussy. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I, I'm never gonna have to think about how bad I treat you if I'm always getting what I want right, at the same fucking right. Because she's make she's still making herself available to him. So I, I I'm give you that. that shit over. You you in there like Yvette from fucking Baby Boy? You coming and crying at the same time? Yeah, that's your fault. Uh, not from Baby Boy. I'm just saying. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I just. Like I, I get I get where she's coming from. <laughs> so, so a nigga that made you come and cry. <laughs> uh, no, not not that part. No. <laughs> no. I understand the sentiment of the song. Like I get it. So Okay. Yeah. Stop shooting yourself in the foot, expecting to win the race. Yeah, right, right. Because I mean, he's he's not going to change, especially if he's still getting what he wants out of you. Because that's obviously all he really wants, and that's and you know that's all that he's good for. The nigga ain't gonna change. Period. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's still. Still doesn't take away from the fact that you hate that motherfucker. I mean, yeah, you gotta hate him. Yeah. Come on, shit, crackheads hate crack sometimes. Yeah. That don't right. stop them from doing crack. No, it don't. It don't. Every time they're sober, I hate this stuff. I hate what it does to me. I hate the mm-hmm. way it's made my life. Then they're sober for a little bit too long, and now they want some more crack. So I get it. I get it. Two hours later, they like, I never steal from you, nephew. Right. Nigga, you got my whole pair of shoes in your head. Right. These mine. I bought these motherfuckers in July. Like, nigga, right. get the fuck. What, right. Where the fuck this random must come from? Right. Like, where my PlayStation? Oh, uh, oh. Uh, so, yeah. 
so uh yeah exactly what kind of shop I, I let the bitch ball she know she she know the nigga at the pawn shop right so where is it at because I'm, I'm nah. gonna play GTA just, we just know what it is, man. That was, that's her fault. So Seven says, why he ain't shit, he's doing him. He ain't shit because he know that this is going on and he's still continuing to be around too because he got op- he got the option to leave as well. So why don't don't he just leave? Um, I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna say the nigga ain't shit because after a while, we as men we know when we're just using the bitch, and at a certain point we have to start being honest. Now. The, now, if she chooses to keep and continue to go on and, and, and do and do us, then that's on her. But at one point, we do have to be honest. Like, I, I, I'm a stickler while I can't say that I, you know what I'm saying, I am infamous on telling the motherfucker, like, man, I, nigga, I, well, you are not my girl. I've never had aspirations of making you my girl. Like, if she wanted to go, if she wanted to keep going past that, then that's on her. But you have to say, just not saying nothing makes you a not shit nigga. I will agree to that. Okay. But what if at one point they were on the same page and then you just came to the realization that it's just, it's not going to go down that road? You say that. Yeah. You say that. Like, you have to be... At one point in your life, man, you have to be stand up for something. Yeah. Like, even if it is just being full selfish and about self, you have to be stand up on that. Like, I think a lot of people um, fuck their life up because they're not stand up on that. They're they're totally selfish, but they don't admit it. And that's why a lot of bad shit happens to them. Yeah. So he said, what he wants. Yeah. Because at one point in everybody's life, I don't give a fuck who you is, you have a stage where you're totally selfish. And that's not a bad thing because that's that that's that's putting your boundaries up and saying what you want and what you don't want and what you need and what you don't need. And everybody needs that part in their life. That's the only way you're going to find a great partner because that partner is going to understand when... You don't want to deal with a motherfucker when you do and when you do when you have time and when you don't have time. But you need those boundaries first. Yeah. Yeah. But you can have them boundaries all day long and still not adhere to them. And those are ain't shit. And those are ain't shit. I think those are the worst. I think those are the worst. You know what I'm saying? Because you can you can say verbally all day long. This is what it is. This is what this is what I do and do not want. And then your actions read totally opposite. Right. And that can that can lead to somebody getting a knife to their throat. So not that I know personally, but <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll discuss that. <laughs> so Seven says, What if um they never were to be anything 
but one of them wanting more, even though that was never the initial intent. Oh, I love that. Check this out. Um, through experience, my nigga, uh, uh, your boy seven, through my experience in that right there, that means right then and there, you need to cut them off. Because if you're in a situation where you keep saying it's not going to be anything and they're agreeing to this, but yet they have this, this background uh, line thinking of, we gonna be together if I just do this and do that. You have to cut that out because you're gonna make those, those the, even if that's not a weak person, then you're gonna turn them into a weak person. Like I've seen that, I've 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 been a witness to that. Um, I've actually uh, been a part of a situation like that. That is that is something that you need to be as a as a man or a woman. You need to stand up and just cut them off. Yeah. I would have been a better man if I would have cut uh, the person that, that I did that to off. And and the only, uh, I, I can't uh, place the blame on anybody with that. But I will say it was because of what I was taught. I, in a previous relationship, somebody did me like that. And I turned around and did the same thing to someone else. And I realized what I was doing. And I stopped. Because that's not right. Yeah. Well, at least you realized. You know what I'm saying? And actually addressed the issue. Yeah. Because some people can be totally conscious of what they're doing and still be like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? And so, Seven says, guess that's why the song was made then. Yeah. I think we're turning seven on to the song. He might play it when the album come out. Right. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I, I seven. I you know what I'm saying. I I understand where you're coming from about it because it's not you know your 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 typical scissor that you want. Like it's definitely not Babylon scissor, but you know it's still a good song. Yeah, I like it. I like it. And and in some parts it can be very fucked up. So yeah. that was the it's, yeah. It's, it's self toxic. It's yeah. self harming and toxic. But at the same time, some of us need those type of reality checks. Yeah, still a no. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Right? Money. I tried. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the fucked up song of the week. And this was episode 31. So, Big grown episode. Yep. SZA was up there in her hurt. Mm. Yeah. Um, I can see where you can get that from. I can definitely see where you got that from. Yeah, but I'm going to give SZA one up over her, though, man. I, I I prefer SZA over her. SZA, yeah, like SZA I, puts I, me. I, I mean, I, SZA, I, I gotta, um, her puts me to sleep. SZA's underground shit was so fucking rock. Yeah, like it was, and not like rock, like rock and roll. I'm talking about that shit was a real banger to me. It was well, uh, well, had them uh, them niggas uh, them New York niggas, Bing Bong. Them, that shit was popping, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. So Seven says, congrats, y'all. Doing well. Keep it up. Thank you. Oh, uh, yeah. For sure, you. man. Appreciate Thank it. you for tuning in and fucking with us, man, this whole time. Yeah. You know, we need that type shit. That, that right. That's the energy I need, man. Right. So we agreed there. Send the underground with the shit. Man, my nigga. Yeah. Wouldn't it, at one point it wasn't nothing better. I was like, damn, that bitch is killing me. Yeah, 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 she was. She was. So, what are your Jerry's final thoughts? Jerry's final thoughts. Ah, shit. Oh. All right, let me do this. Let me get, I, I'll get this off my chest because, uh, I, uh, I was. I was broke down this week. And when I say I was broke down this uh, week, um, I I was at a point where um, I don't think anyone was really listening to me, but they were trying to give me their opinion. So uh, my Jerry's final thoughts is uh, this. When you know somebody is going through some things, uh, the last thing you need to do is try to force your opinion upon them because I, I I I think I know and those people know that you're probably coming with good intentions. But sometimes people don't want to hear uh, what you have to say. They just need you to listen. Yeah. Um, and you never know when someone is going to snap because no one is listening. Right. So my final thoughts is uh will yeah, it would be definitely this. Um when you know that it's an ordeal or a situation that's going on with individuals, uh let them people talk. You know. Uh, let let them people get that off their chest before you try to bombard them with how you feel about that their situation. Yeah. You know, uh, empathy goes a long way. I know I say that all the time in these podcasts, but I really mean that. Um, I was told I was an uh, empath very young in life because I was uh, I always took on everybody else's feelings. And I feel like you have to do that because the only way you can actually understand the individual is to try to walk in their shoes because you can't. You physically can't, but you need to try. Yeah. You know, and I think if more people thought like that, there would be a lot less uh, bullshit going on in the, in the world. So that's my my final thought. Yeah. I think that's a very, very, very great point. And even greater final thought. I don't have nothing else to say. <laughs> bang, bang. You're right. <laughs> and you're fine and take me out to dinner, baby. Hey, yo. I had to switch all that shit up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that is episode 31. And we will see you guys on episode 32. Exactly. Yeah.